Welcome to a bonus episode. Bonus episode <laughs> of Seeds of Awakening. I'm Kimberly Jacobson. My name is Forrest Dwyer. Thanks for listening yet again. Um, this episode is an interesting one. We thought about not releasing this we because we thought about it long and hard. It was <laughs> we almost didn't release it. This it's is true. true. Yeah. Um, but we did. And we are. And the reason is, so <coughs> it's a really weird episode. We did a, a long conversation with somebody named Alexander Hope Flood. She is amazing. But before we dove into the actual episode where we were going to talk about intuition and past lives, she did readings on us. Um, and those, <coughs> excuse me, those readings were recorded. And we felt like it was really cool to hear her readings. We felt like it was part of like, if you will go to her workshop, you would hear her doing readings of everybody in the workshop. And so we felt like it was important to understand who she was and what she did. We also thought there were like little gems in there. And they were super powerful. And I mean, in this world, I don't know, I've met so many intuitive healers and it was just it was a really wild experience because everything she said resonated a lot with the both of us mm-hmm. so i think that even more so just like credits what she does in so many ways she's really incredible she's um she's based in rhode island her home base is in rhode island but she works with people nationally and internationally mm-hmm. yeah she's She's amazing, and I think it'll be interesting to listen to if you're like, hey, I'm not interested in listening to these guys' readings. That's okay. Next week, we are definitely going to release the interview with her where we interview her about being uh, intuitive, how you can tap into your own intuition more. Um, so that that's going to be very interesting as well, but we hope you guys enjoy this. She is, like Kim said, based in Rhode Island, but she's an intuitive consultant and medium, so she dives into past lives, which is very interesting. She is pretty cool. And like Kim said, she kind of nailed some of the things uh, spot on. So we think it'll be interesting to listen to. We hope you get something out of it. If not, it's just fun to hear a little bit more about us. Yeah. And that was the (laughs) second thing. I'm glad you said that. (laughs) The second thing I want to say is some of this stuff is about us. It's um, obviously kind of like we dive into some of the stories about our lives. So we're opening up a little bit and we are happy to open up with our wonderful listeners. So thank you for not judging (laughs) us. And... As always, thanks to Malachi for the song, The Woods. So the first thing I want to ask which I, is your birthday. Uh, September 8th, 1992. Okay. So I'm not an astrologer, but I dabble. And I like to know when the people I have the great uh, honor to work with come into the come onto this plane. All right. So the first thing I get when I look at you on a soul level is like you're sort of a big story. You have a big soul backstory before you arrived in this incarnation. So you have had 
multiple lifetimes. Now, sometimes past lives come up, sometimes they don't. It really depends. I just go with where I'm guided to go and whatever the medicine is for you today. Mm -hmm. So what I am getting is that you've had these multiple past lives, like I'm being shown right sort of it right away in a cluster. And there's always themes to past lives. So it's not necessarily about the who, the what, or the where, though that's always, of course, it's really interesting and it can be beneficial, but ultimately it's what the soul came to experience and how it influences where you are now. So what I see is that you've had past lives, the ones at least that are appearing to me today, are multiple, mostly female. You're so, you've had, of course, all kinds of past lives. This is just mm -hmm. a snapshot for where you are on your path today and how this information will be of service. So in this group of past lives, you've been a very powerful, like feminine warrior kind of energy. However, dealing in a lot of traditional patriarchal systems, you're always have been somebody in this, like I, and it's interesting because I think you've had a past life in Spain for sure. Okay. <laughs> so that's, that feels very strong. And you're, you, you, are able we're able to always keep a modicum of your independence and no matter how kind of a difficult or uh, chauvinistic sexist oppressive kind of culture you might have been in so like in this one memory I'm this main memory I'm seeing you know you're a female um, very fiery kind of woman um, looks to be about it's interesting because I feel like you had a life there in, you know, 1940, but then I feel like you also had a life there in, you know, 19, like 1840. Like, so <clears throat> the theme of these things, these lives, Kim, is that you are here in this lifetime to, to share a huge amount of light but without force or you don't are not experiencing resistance like you don't you're not there's nothing that you need to battle against like your war is over you've already had those feelings of you've had those experiences of you know the sort of fiery kinds of relationships especially with a spouse like you had this uh, in this 1940 lifetime I feel like you had this very strong very like frustrating kind of man, husband who um and like the great thing is is that you never have been a pushover I don't know that you've ever had a lifetime where you have been like rolled over, at least not in what I'm seeing today, you know, so <laughs> being <right>. strength, <laughs> being super powerful in you, what you know and who you are is non-negotiable. Like you have to, you, you have to uh, always have stood in your truth and you've, What's really fascinating is that you have done this successfully during life during times in history and cultures, particularly this Spanish, these two Spanish lifetimes, which were very similar, um, which is interesting because I feel like you've gotten really good at this. Like you've repeated this kind of idea of being a strong female in a culture that does not welcome strong women. Mm. And you've mastered this. So in this lifetime, you're here to really learn how to receive and trust it's not a fight lifetime it's a receptive lifetime so excuse me but whenever i talk about receptive energy my hands go my arms go up into a chalice shape yeah. so for those who can't see me my arms are over my head like but anyway so 
you're and I, you're already doing this so it's like but you're here to really just stay as wide open as possible and do your best to stay out of your head in terms of trying to conquer or feel like you have to be in a battle or any kind of adversarial and this a lot of things could be unconscious I'm not saying this is like your day-to-day I think you're extremely like present and you walk your walk and you're obviously very open you're very heart-centered person but I feel like the the mastery is like you're refining who you are in this lifetime so you're like all right I've accomplished all this in the past I know how to kick ass and now in this lifetime I'm learning how to trust and receive and how to let spirit or source or whatever it is you know prana whatever come in and flow through me and be a gentle shepherd of that so you're not necessarily needing a like less is more less is more so you don't need to push you don't need to strive it's all about receiving and okay so because I really through my work I've come to uh, learn that even though we have these fantastic sort of universal laws of creation, manifestation, you know, these different ways of being uh, in terms of laws of how to be and how to create, when I work with people, what I've come to understand is that people have different signatures because depending on what their past life path has been or what they're here to do now. So for you, you've already figured out how to um, prevail during times of great challenge or hardship so in this lifetime it's switching to let me just understand how to receive and you're a virgo and i love virgos my daughter's a virgo my brother's a virgo my dad's a virgo so like i'm a, i'm not a virgo but i i feel like virgos i i have the great pleasure of working with many virgos and mm. i feel like a lot of that energy comes comes to me and i understand it in a way that is like Virgo energy is deeply sensitive and it is incredibly tricky for the Virgo energy to feel settled and feel safe and to feel like sort of at it in one form and I don't know if this will resonate but there's always a great fear of being disappointed that by life I don't necessarily feel like that's you I feel like that's something you probably aren't dealing with think but I but <clears throat> that can be part of the Virgo stew <laughs> like that fear that you know things will ultimately they're big trust challenges with being a Virgo mm. um but I do feel like you've put, that's thankfully something you haven't I don't feel like you've contended with too much of that of, of in other words of the world really letting you down you know I feel like you can't which is great I feel yeah. like you've come in to really maybe wave a magic wand and kind of put you know your light on things and really create and activate other people in their light and in their creativity and so your whole path looks to me you know like you're very much where you're supposed to be and doing what you're supposed to be doing I think you know that you don't need a psychic or whatever to tell you that but I feel like you're going to continue to expand and you're going to be challenged to go even to into bigger places with it even though that's not something you aspire to and I feel like you're very comfortable where you are and happy and like this is great and you don't why mess with success but you're definitely going to be called to go into bigger platforms or bigger and of course with your podcast it may be part of it but mm. I see you teaching in front of like larger groups 
or bigger my arms aren't high in this because <laughs> whenever the energy is extremely uh, high vibration my arms just follow <laughs> unconsciously then I notice I'm like oh wait I'm waving around but anyway so <clears throat> you know I I do feel too so that like that's something very exciting and you just need to re- be receiving and I think you're going to be called to go into bigger bigger you know opportunities to teach or bigger opportunities to share you know your gifts um, and I do feel you know, your creativity is going to be a part of that. So you may be folding your music into the, all of this. Like it could be your voice and all of this wonderful. So, um, cause it does look quite like, you know, like hundreds of people are paying attention or, you know, lots and lots of people are, are really focused on what you're doing. So, mm-hmm. and it feels very harmonious. Um, and so you evolve in a sort of step like way where you sort of have an ascent and then you, have this flat area of uh, you know absorption and processing and practice and then you have another ascent and then you go like that does that make sense Mm -hmm. so is what I'm saying making sense yes okay absolutely (laughs) thank you so um so now the other thing I'm getting so we all have our light and our you know our think places where we need to heal so the places where really you just practice receptivity and just being open to the reception that you're here to get which and the more you're open the more you receive it's like the wider you stretch I think that's why you're a yogi it's like the wider you stretch or the lower the fuller you go into a position or any kind of receptive the more that will come in almost like the faster it will come in I think sometimes that can be scary for you like I don't want like change that much. <laughs> this, is a lot, this is a lot happening all at the same time. <laughs> yes, and it feels like too big, and like you're not going to be able to handle it. Like that's the fear that you'll somehow like break apart. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, have you ever heard that? Uh, it's like you know, the universe doesn't give you anything that you're not you can't handle. Mm-hmm. So there won't be anything that comes in that respect, like in terms of your sharing and your light that you can't handle. There's nothing you can't handle. Um, now the one kind of healing thing or like the I do feel like there's this um grief but it seems to be in the background I mean so what that looks like to me is it have you lost a parent or is there any kind of grief of like it could also be past life because here's the thing that's like as you can see I'm pointing behind me yeah. so it which is a sign is telling me wait well it's very far back so it may be past life Mm -hmm. but um I feel like that you have a little bit of grief that you haven't attended to um Mm -hmm. do you know what that might be a baby (laughs) you're looking at me like I might know but I don't so I don't remember a lot of my childhood oh so and my parents split when I was pretty young Mm mm-hmm and so I don't remember a lot of details that like are easily pulled up by my sister or whoever else. Um, so that might be it's there. Like a, that a suppressed I, or repressed. Yeah. Because it feels far in the background and it feels male. Hmm. So it does seem to pertain to a father figure. So you, you may have some grief around that. It could also just be the confusion mm-hmm. uh, depending on. Was there a breakup long? Like, I'm getting the numbers three to seven. So it was like, were you three to seven? Like, it was yep. was it like this long yep. kind of confusing in, out, on, off, diff, you know, kind of is it? And during that very pivotal developmental time, I feel like you just went into protection mode. Yeah. To emotionally protect yourself. 
And, okay, I know you said you were born in 1992. Does that make you 28? 27. 27. Okay. Terrible at math. So, <laughs> it, that's good because I got the number 27. So, the number, tw- I feel like this is your year to really clear this. Like, And you'll probably do it on a trip. And you'll probably do it, like, you know, on this... I just feel like it's in a safe way going to come through you. I feel like there's just things like emotion you haven't processed, tears, anger, hurt, confusion, you know, some outrage. Because I feel like, mm. you know, that um, it. everybody was doing the best they could with what they had at the time. But looking back, you're like, hmm, you know, it left you feeling unsettled and uh, just a lot of you know you have a lot of questions and I think emotionally there was just a lot to process you haven't had a chance to process Mm. so um but you're very listen you're wide awake and you are going to look right at it when you're ready and like okay it's right it's time so it won't be a scary experience and I think it's actually going to be extremely cleansing Mm. and you're going to feel like I don't think I could be any lighter but here I am (laughs) um but because you're really on your path and you are really paying attention and you're very you know moment to moment in your process I really see that um it's something that you're going to elect to do when it feels right and you'll just know it'll be like a little whisper like oh so it will I hope that makes sense but it will be in a way that is comfortable for you Mm -hmm. but it's like a mountain you a little mountain you need to climb and when you climb it you're gonna like oh I'm all right the view up here is really good Mm-hmm. So I feel like that any concern or questions you might have about not remembering that it's simply because you had a, had the wisdom as a child to go, all right, this is too big for me to understand. I'm going to deal with this later when I can <laughs> have time because you're a very organized person, too. So I feel like you just made an emotional decision. You made a decision. Like, I'm going to deal with this in a couple of decades when I'm feeling I can handle yeah. time. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, it makes okay. a lot of sense. Do you have any questions? Oh, I don't know that I don't know. Okay, I don't know that I have questions. Okay, um, but it, it that resonates a lot, and I've I've kind of heard that before from a teacher that I worked with of just like, yeah, as a as a young child, you made a very conscious choice to like not go th- there and to kind of protect yourself in ways that you know as a child. And kind of like dissociate so you could handle it at another Yes. At and another I just time. got huge chills when you said that, Ooh. which is always an def- affirmation when someone speaks their divine truth. And it was, it came from wisdom. So that mechanism often can be, happen when people are in real trauma and they do it without understanding that they're doing it. But you did it in a way that had a quiet wisdom, like your higher self was like, okay, we're just going to put this away. But not because you were, it was too traumatic for you to deal with. It was, though it was, I think, but it, but it was more about to elect to do this. It was actually a Mm -hmm. testament to your, your wisdom, your own consciousness as a little being Mm. in a turbulent experience so there's a difference so it may look like one thing on paper in terms of a textbook like oh I'm gonna block this out yeah but it isn't it wasn't in order for you to feel scared or unnerved as you know like I don't remember it was more of like oh I've chosen to not remember and then I will choose to remember yeah 
And mostly it has to do with the emotional part of it. If your left brain never really kicks in with actual active memories, that's okay. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just the emotions that need to be addressed. Moved. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all very like you're a quick worker, so when you're ready, it'll be like, <laughs> be like an hour, <laughs> be like two, two, twenty years you of. Are a quick worker. Yeah. <laughs> be like, well, that was an hour. <laughs> I am a quick worker. I just don't like to spend more time than necessary. Yeah, and you won't. This is not a wallowing situation. <laughs> oh, that's just like you moved it on the abacus of your consciousness, you know, sort of track. You're like, all right, I'm going to move this from the right to yep. the left or the right, and now I'm ready. Okay. So. How does that sound? <laughs> that sounds great. Okay, good. <laughs> Any other questions or feedback? Um, I don't think so. I'm a little bit curious about uh, receptivity because I know that that's something that I work on mm -hmm. and struggle with. And mm -hmm. I think there's the warrior. I very much resonate with the warrior side of myself. And sometimes I make things more of a battle than mm -hmm. they need to mm -hmm. be. Yeah, that's old. So you just catch yeah. yourself doing that and you go oh right, that's yeah. old yeah. that's old I don't need to do that anymore because I've already accomplished that in the past yeah and I my soul knows how to do that yeah so my soul is now here to work in this gentler quieter frequency of just presence and patience being patient yeah. is that's part a of it that's a big one yeah. for me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a big one for a lot of people but it for sure it's it's about being patient it's about breath so for instance what I'm being shown is like when you're on your mat, like you just need to make your life your mat. So whatever the mat, you know, the mat is the metaphor for life. But like just everywhere you go, you're on your, you're on your mat mm -hmm. on air. That was air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, patience, receptivity, real, it's honestly, it comes down at faith. Mm. Faith in the fact that you don't necessarily have to have faith in it can look however you are comfortable with it looking, but just faith that you're taking care of and also that, you know, that's what I'm hearing. You just need to know you're taking care of and also you really need to know you're not doing this alone. Hmm. I think that may be the <laughs> other piece of it where you feel your default uh, can feel as though and we all have our defaults, right? Uh -huh. So your default is I have to do this and if I don't do this, no one else will do it or that Sounds feeling about alone. Right. Like, and so... <laughs> the message is that you have tons of spiritual guidance around you for one thing you have tons of we all have teams right so you you know first you're very in touch with your higher self that's really easy which is you're very you know open which is great and then you have all of this guidance so you know you're never doing anything alone so when you begin to really like practice working like asking for help from your guides and angels mm -hmm. you know if that's something you're comfortable doing or spirit or whatever you resonate with whatever speaks to your heart because when I see you receiving your help it's really through your heart chakra mm -hmm. it's about keeping your heart chakra open solar plexus too of course because that's your authentic power but it's about really just being open to being on that like okay I don't know what's going to happen, but I trust the right thing is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes I say to myself when, you know, I'm working through stuff, it's like, I don't always know the plan, but I trust the plan. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't even, even see what's going to happen because it's always different when it's like yourself, right? Yeah. So, but I trust the right thing is happening. And so for you, I feel there's a resonance, like a, maybe a similarity, like, well, I don't always understand, but I trust. And that, um, 
really all of this energetic support you have around you wants to help you. So you have a you would like you have a personal assistant. You just can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have you have um, you know, someone to protect your house and protect your car and, and you just need to keep working and inviting all this energy and getting out like kind of going into a level of sort of a spiritual awareness that is even a little out there for you. So, you know, that it's like being stressed, even though you're extremely open and it's fabulous, you there are even places where you're like, yeah, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because that's part of it. So you have to go like, all right, well, this is a little woo-woo, but I'm going to just, I'm just going to ask for, you know, to make, <laughs> make sure that I have enough gas to get the gas station or what, uh, like really in, invi- invoking miracles. Mm-hmm. invoking uh, opportunities to practice, you know, having enough time to get to the airport or things like that. Is this making sense? Yeah. Like how to practice in the day-to-day. <laughs> and when we talk a little later about intuition or if we've already talked about intuition, depending on how this goes, um, you know, we can talk more about how that works. But does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Is there anything I didn't address that you're curious about? Or did I, because I'm just, I'm always channeling so then my left brain kicks in and says hey wait a minute yeah nope i <laughs> no that was i think very affirming in a oh, lot good. of ways oh, good good i mean Thank two you. days ago <laughs> we literally had a conversation and <coughs> the result was like thinking you were just making one thing like really com- more complex than it needed to be and it, what would happen if you just simplified and trusted it would work and like within one day like all of she, these opportunities she, she were did just it like, and then the next day it was like opportunity 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 and she was like huh <laughs> so that was it. very when you said that like sometimes you need to <laughs> so i was like oh fabulous thank you for sharing that because that's exactly yeah. what it is so you've already experienced it mm-hmm. you just need to keep doing it yeah and actually when i say keep doing it it's more just keep receiving it and that resistance gonna is gonna pop up where it's like mm-hmm. practice practice and i really think it's helpful to accept that there's certain things that we're here to always like develop and it can go on for way longer than we logically think it should (laughs) and it's so the fun is in having the magical experiences like so if you hadn't let go you wouldn't have seen like wait a minute how fast did these opportunities come because you're a really fast worker right so being and breathing and just you know not feeling like you have to fix things because you really don't need to fix things you're here to lead share you know help inspire support like these are all the ways heal these are all the ways that you're here to serve so other things the, all the the details the logistics anything that sort of hurts your brain or makes you feel contracted mm-hmm. that's your message that says i'm giving it over surrender okay. so when you feel that res- <laughs> contraction like you know, I've got to call the rental car, pr- car place. It's like, well, hold on, just shh, maybe now's not the moment. Re- re- release and just wait mm-hmm. and then flow. And when you feel the call, you'll know, oh, wait, now is the time for me to call the rental car place or yeah. go online. Who calls rental car places anymore? But yeah. anyway, <laughs> that's an old school reference. But <laughs> okay, how does that? That, that makes, makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yep. All right. So thank you. I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank We're you. Feeling, okay. You're welcome. So, um, um, so Forrest, when is your birthday, please? July 11th, 1991. Okay. So, 
am getting right away that you came in to this lifetime as a very serious little boy. Like, you were a very hard uh, worker as a intellectually as a child. Like, you were observing and absorbing and nothing was wasted and a lot of analysis, a lot of um, careful uh, questioning, reflection, fun. I mean, it's not that you didn't have fun and you weren't like a free little spirit too, but there was just nothing got past you. You know, you came in looking around going, all right, this is a very, um, lot of energy in my family, a lot of moving parts, all very positive, very loving, very like a lot of flow and a lot of um, colorful energies, creativity, and all different kinds of um, aspects of life were represented. And I feel like what I'm, what I'm being shown is that when you were a little kid, you just took a lot in and then through your teens, you started to kind of get some distance from it and then you've come back to something, but in a much freer way, like you are really all the sort of hard work and, and observation that you had as a child where you're like, you know, they say when you like, okay, let's say, you know that there's a whole idea when it comes to say if you're going to eat an animal you're supposed to use the whole animal and honor the whole animal so I feel like you had that approach as a through your life like as a kid you're like I'm not going to waste any piece of this I'm going to use every part everything's nothing's going to waste and I'm going to honor the entire thing so there are no scraps there's nothing left over that you didn't use um and I feel like you I'm being shown that you were you like somehow leapfrogged over a period in your life. It's almost as if you went from being a m like more sort of intense, uh, serious. And when I say serious, it doesn't mean you weren't fun. I just think it's important, but that's the word I'm getting. Like you took life very seriously. You're like, this is all very, everything is very important. Everything is very, there's an earnestness. There's a, a bit of passion for understanding. And then this leapfrog I'm seeing, it's almost like you sort of skipping a teenager. It's like you're more f free and like lighter now in your 20s as an adult and receiving and enjoying and playing and having fun. And like, it's a really creative time in your life. And I feel like this is the frequency that you're really, you're, you're supposed to be, which is why you are doing what you're doing, but it's what you've been working up toward. But I just, does this idea that you leapfrog over being a teenager make any sense? Because I just keep seeing this image and it, it's like, it has to do with your emotions and your intellect. It was like, you're like, well, this is all kind of ridiculous, this teen thing. Like the whole kind of adolescent that other, and adolescents that other people were experiencing. Yeah. You're like, all right, well, I can participate, but I'm not really that interested in all this. Like, I'm going to go along with it because I need to, because this is where I find myself. But spiritually, or you, we never like caught up on it. There's something about your wisdom that just said like, well, this is ridiculous. So I'm going to just like, par it's like you audited being a teenager. Kind of. Yeah. No, that resonates. Okay. I mean, I, I lived as a teenager and I was, you know, a silly teenager, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But it definitely resonates that there were many times that I was, I felt like, I don't know if mature for my age is the right word, but it yeah. felt a little bit like, okay. Like, You're just looking seems, at your watch like, when is this yeah, part going to be done? Yeah, a little silly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I, it's like I said, it's not like you've always been able to participate and have fun. Like you can make the moment work for you completely. But there's just about your soul signature says like, 
I want to have fun, but I want my fun to be meaningful. I want to have purposeful joy. I want my joy to be of service, even if it's like for the, it doesn't have to have, that service doesn't have to be lofty in any way. It can simply just be like moment to moment. Like, you know, how I, how you share your, your contentment because you're actually a deeply contented person. And that is a very special way to, I mean, I'm like, what, what is the word? I'm looking like asking for the word, you know, your ease, like that is another word I get. Like, so there's, but it's, it's not, it's unusual. It's not like you're not someone who um, overly complicates things or overthinks, which is great. You don't overthink. You're just because there's some virtue. People think there's a lot of virtue in our sort of old paradigm of being or the paradigm we've like that we have to think about everything in order for it to be meaningful. But that's a recipe for a lot of discomfort and even misery. And you just know because you just sort of don't overthink because you know things you you're you pay attention and you obviously are looking and absorbing like I said you're still doing all of that but you know now and I'm not even sure you know why you know like I don't think I don't think you're aware of what changed like what switch went off where you're like no everything in life is just supposed to be like I'm supposed to be happy and when I'm happy my loved ones are happy the world is happy like it's of service like you feeling content you recognize is of service somehow Mm -hmm. to the the world and um is that making sense Yes. Okay. Yeah. I know it's very like esoteric, but a lot of times these uh, readings are uh, energies can be very esoteric. You know, they come in and this sort of speaking to like real purpose. And mm-hmm. um, you're also, you know, when you're ready to get things done, you get them done. You can take your time working up to something for sure. You like, <laughs> and other people might think you're dragging <laughs> your feet, but you actually know how to get things done when it's time. You're like, no, no, don't worry about it. And it's not arrogance or ca- you're not casual. You just trust that you will get it done mm-hmm. because you've watched that throughout your life. You're like, no, no, no. Like I can study 15 minutes before the test and I could show up and I would do fine. It's, and it's not, that's not ego. Mm-hmm. That's your soul just knows. So you don't sweat stuff. And how you're hurt. So what, why does your soul know what? It <laughs> sorry. You just, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're not interrupting. I just, you reminded me of a story when I was in college when <coughs> we had a test the next day. Mm-hmm. And I was with two roommates and they were both really stressed. Mm-hmm. And I remember I literally looked at them both and I was like, they were like, you're going to sleep. Like, how would you be going <laughs> to sleep? And I looked at them like, I don't get the point of stressing about it. And I just like went to sleep and I was fine. It was, but this was like kind of what you're talking about in the well, sense of like, it, there's no point. Like I, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's perfect. Thank you for, for sharing that because it does, conf- it really confirms what I'm telling you because or what I'm seeing, what I'm sharing for it with you is because I, that is data to support what your soul already knows. And here's the thing about your, like where you were before you arrived here. You know, you are someone who, you've had a lot of lifetimes on the mountain. You've had a lot of lifetimes in the monastery. You've had a lot of lifetimes as a pilgrim on the path, you know, living with very little, uh, being very content, you know, with very little, you know, materialism is like not for you. You know, you're not interested in stuff. I mean, you need stuff and you're like, sure, we need stuff. This is the world we live in. But you don't care about stuff like you really um, 
are have mastered a lot of beingness in your in past lives so that you know how to model that very well for other people and you do it with total humility you are like a very humble person so when i'm saying all of these things this is ego free this is simply just you being authentic and i feel like you um are excited to learn like you're just a very open you know person in terms of you almost it's great because you have this freshness where you're like i feel like i'm just starting and sure in some ways you are you know you're 27 and you're like you know just got your yoga right you just got your yoga teacher training a couple years ago right so like in some ways that is a beginning but as a soul like what you're doing is you're really coming into a place that is very familiar Mm -hmm. and you're bringing the past life knowledge that you've had living in the east and living in you know meditative states for hours on end or you know hanging out in the Himalayas and then bringing it into the modern quote-unquote modern what we call modern world Mm -hmm. and bridging those two kinds of consciousness like the so you're taking part of what you're here to do is bring your joy your contentment your simplicity because real joy is simplicity so you bring that simplicity and you share it in just the most comfortable way possible and so it's, I think that you're a non-force person. You're a non-strategist. Mm-hmm. You model receptivity. You already are a receptive person. It's true. So <laughs> it's great. So you just go, oh, no, it's just going to work out. That is true. And, <laughs> and I know that when people are stressed out, that sometimes might feel like you're not really attuned to you. It might, it can be taken in a way that may not seem as if you're invested in their problem, but you are. You just deeply trust. Mm-hmm. You deeply trust. You're like, no, no, it's going to be okay. It's really going to be okay. And I feel like um, where you uh, might get, I'm so, let me see, like what is other like issue, other little questions or things that are coming in for you. Um, I mean, you're very excited, which is great. I think you have a lot of, pa- so you have a lot of passion for a very receptive low-key person, <laughs> <laughs> which is great because I think in this plane that we're in this earth plane there's a lot of density there's pain there's fear there's confusion so you're excited to help smooth the path for people or help in any little way big or small you're not attached to outcome Mm -hmm. really just make the world like a little corner of the world better and you're already doing that um and so i'm looking for like anything you need to heal or whatever um I feel like the one thing I'm being shown right now is that you might have a, um, it's interesting because I feel like you've done, came in pretty healed, like you've done a lot of work already in past lives, but I think that you have a, it might be conscious or unconscious, you'll have to, well, if it's unconscious, you don't know, but if it's conscious, you'll have to tell me that there's this concern that there could be some sort of, a lot of fear or concern or unconscious confusion that you haven't addressed or that isn't that's kind of lurking and that it's going to just show up one day and you're gonna be like oh no this is a lie like everything's messed up really and I like that you're going to get some sort of tsunami of truth that's going to hit you in a way that all of this is going to end up falling apart so that's what I see as your real like your 
sort of the ver- your verge of concern. It's not mm-hmm. a real concern, but you're like, well, if I were really be worried about one thing right now, it would be that I don't know anything and that my faith is like, or whatever I feel I know is like my trust is completely unfounded and that there's some sort of like typhoon of trauma that's going to just hit me one day and mm-hmm. all and all of this is just going to be completely like in tatters. And um, that's part of your mastery because that's not going to happen, mm-hmm. but you might keep having to bump up against that fear right? because... I think that's just where you need to do like a little that's where you need to work is like oh okay this is all this is really all okay so you're it's oh you know what it's doing it's serving you in that it's helping you stay present stay in the moment and breathe and be and go no 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 everything's fine so this where this warehouse of of chaos and trauma that I'm afraid is actually out there somewhere waiting to open for me or the world even it's not even you it could just also be what you fear is for the world Mm -hmm. is gonna someone be unleashed like a gorgon but I don't (laughs) see that happening I see you you're gonna revisit that a lot Mm -hmm. and it's what it's doing is it's giving you a place it's a check-in so you're like oh no no all right everything is still here everything's still okay and I'm gonna come back to my center does this make sense it does I think in in two ways it makes sense i mean when i was a kid uh, maybe more like a teenager i used to i used to envision like i don't know why like i think maybe uh it's just this fear Mm -hmm. but it was more subconscious at that point like i think i used to envision or have like these nightmares of sort that like something traumatic was certainly going to happen to me when i was older Mm -hmm. it was just like this like like being swept away, I think, really scares you. Yeah. Like as if you, I feel like you could have had a past life in a tsunami because it really feels like that kind of terror. Mm. Like, but it's ancient. Yeah. But still there. And then. So that could be from that. It could be. <coughs> and then now, yeah, I think when I like go into a state of doubt or fear, mm-hmm. it is a lot of just like maybe everything that I've ever thought and existed is just wrong. Is wrong. I'm just an mm-hmm. idiot and like then you know i get past it <laughs> right great because think of it as as the place where it's just it's 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 think of it as a mirror right that it's a place for you to check in on the, and go wait a minute no, everything's still all right i look at the reflection behind me and everything's okay right and that's helping you stay here mm-hmm. so like and a it, presence anchor kind it's of. A, yeah, yeah exactly it's a presence anchor so any questions or Questions. I don't know if I've. I can't think of any questions. I'm sure I'm going to have a bunch. Um, No, a couple of the things you said resonated. I mean, when I was a kid, I certainly. uh, I think I was. I certainly had. You know, I was very playful, but I Mm -hmm. was very. Like. In my own space Mm -hmm. and um, extraordinarily observant. Mm -hmm. Like. Yeah, it was kind of like, and I didn't, I never, I've always been observant that way and I've never felt the need to do much about it. Like Mm. I don't know, you know, I don't feel like I need to tell people like what I'm observing and I've always felt kind of like I observe and I witness and I just see things and like, I'm just kind of like, and I never even really knew why, like there Mm -hmm. was never a reason that I had to be observant. I just kind of was. And I do feel now, like you said, now I'm starting to revisit it in a different way. And I do feel now like the past year, maybe 
like uh, it's come back to me in a way that's much more creative and mm. much more like I feel like okay this is like actually what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm like it's more home kind yeah. of what you were saying like I feel very like yes I should be doing this and, and spontaneous and, creative and creative and it just kind yeah. of flows mm-hmm. and so yeah that really resonated for sure oh thank you I'm glad to glad to yeah. know that was uh, aligned in some, yeah. <laughs> in some way <laughs> um, so anything else or you've you know, I feel like that's sort of your big message, but if you have anything else you want to ask me. I don't think so. Did you, anything resonate with you over there? You were laughing at one point. <laughs> yeah, it was thinking of d- doubt. Mm. And sometimes yeah. we've n- named it defendant doubt, mm. where it just shows up and it's this thing that comes. And it is, it's like, a, it's this separate thing that comes in a wave. And then, yeah, it moves through. Mm-hmm true i don't know if i have any questions i think yeah i don't know yeah i think i mean like you mentioned there was a period in time like my teens my, i think my early 20s where things were kind of just like i was figuring it out i don't mm-hmm. know yeah. um and now it's kind of coming through but I, I don't know if i have any questions on okay it. Yeah. thank you so you're much very welcome thank yeah. you it is funny because i've never i've never been able to picture you as a teenager like not knowing you i could i can just not even s- like it's just a silly rambunctious teen. imagine <laughs> yeah but i just <laughs> most people i can be like oh i could kind of see how you were as a teenager but for whatever reason in my mind it's that's just like a dark territory i can't imagine <laughs> yeah they were weird years i don't know <laughs> 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 uh,